0: This is the podcast for passionate, sex-positive, and pervy people. Entertaining and informative discussions about the latest in sex and sexuality. From ethical non-monogamy to kink to dating and romance and everything in between. She is legendary syndicated talk show host and sex therapist, Sue McGarvey. He is notoriously naughty international radio host, John the Milkman Milky. This is Turned On with Sue and John.
1: I know what you're saying, dear listener. You promised us a new podcast every week. Where were you last week? Well, Sue was in Florida at Secrets. We would have told you, except that was a Secrets. So there's that, right? (laughs) Hey, welcome back.
2: Thanks, babe. It was hot and spicy, and uh, Secrets is a lifestyle hotel. Mm. And uh, I did some interviews and talked to people and I did a day in, the, you know, basically what happens a day in the life at the Swinger Resort on my TikTok. You need to tune in.
1: <laughs> and again, you are on TikTok. What is your handle there? It's Coffee with Sue, right?
2: Coffee with Sue. Because yeah. apparently you can't say sex because it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, run by the Chinese or something. Uh-huh,
1: yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Coming up on today's show. Um, gosh, it's good to see you again. Uh, the greatest misconceptions on how women see sex. We're going to dive into what happens when there's too much pleasure. Uh, somebody wants to know, does circumcision impair a man's sensitivity? Our first of two letters on the show this week comes from a spicy content creator who um, hmm. is having troubles finding love. I find that fascinating, and we've both got some definite opinions on that. We have some new things about sex this week. People having sex in rage rooms and other interesting places. More sex facts of the week. Our second listener letter is well, a dude bragging to his buddies. Didn't go like he thought it would. So we're going to dive into that, plus funny, flirty, frisky Florida things. It's turned on with Sue and John. Let's dive in. Suma Garvey, sex therapist extraordinaire, greatest misconceptions on how women view sex.
2: Yeah, it was it was coming from men, and they were I guess they were polling guys and saying, you know, what do you wish you could tell women? who, what they think about men and sex. And it was almost universal across the board. They're like, we are not just our penises. Our penises are really important. And we think about sex a lot, but we are more than our organs. And I'm like, okay, I get that. You know, they think that all we think about is sex and how come, you know, we would marry if there was more sex, it doesn't require commitment. We want to, you know, we want to have a woman who has some game, right? It's more than just body parts on the table. We want to prioritize because the right woman can take you to a place that you can't get there. And we miss, miss that connection. And that was one. Number two was no more sort of rolling over going, oh, if you have to, you know, no, if it's if it's taking one for the team, some guys will take it and then they start to lose interest in sex. I had one guy recently tell me that the reason he needed Cialis is he needs to get it up for his wife, who is A, boring and bad, but B, she's mailing it in. She's just rolling over, and he's like, occasionally I'll take it, but more and more these days, I'm not. Right. And then I find myself looking at women in jogging pants. So, something to say about we want you to be there. No matter how horny we, want, we are, we want to enjoy the entire sexual experience. And... We need to, you know, we need to be good. We need to be into it. We need people who are, you know, it's not just, you know, if if it's just about release, we can masturbate. We need a woman who, who, you know, we want to be with her. We want that, you know, the other, the last few was (laughs) women are harder on their bodies. We knew that, right? That, you know, and one guy was saying how his ex-wife withheld sex for almost a year after their child was born because she said she was uncomfortable with her body. You know, yes, you have a little more stretch marks. Yeah, things are a little jigglier, but so what? You're still that person and who cares? And lastly, they want beautiful feminine women who have strong sexual energy and enjoy a man that's that that's into it. I said, you know, the, the sort of universal thing was that women do not get how powerful they are. They do not get that they can bring us to their knee our knees. And like, what the hell are they so worried about? You know, a few extra pounds and that they need to own their power and the world is theirs.
1: It all boils down to exactly as you said, it's the attitude. If you're playful, (laughs) if you're fun, if you're into it and if you're present and not wearing the aforementioned jogging pants every day, that can be
2: exciting. It can, and you know that they want to play. And you know the last one that was a minority was about sex toys, and you know interesting. And I had a, I had a great conversation with a number of people who own, who own a sex toy company in Europe. And they were saying that what people are looking for in their business is new experiences. You know, the womanizer was all the rage for a while. And then there was the couple's toys. And then there's like, you know, she said, we bought so many of those anal plugs with the little fake fur tails. She said, we have them in the warehouse. She's like, why did we order so many? Because it was a thing for a while. It was. Everybody's looking for the next new thing in sex. And we all want something that's going to give us a new stimulating experience. And that includes just having an intimate experience with your partner and maybe trying what I call romance items, some of which require batteries or at least recharging. Turned on
0: with Sue and John available on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio and blasttheradio.com.
1: Turnedonpodcast.com is where we live on the internet. We got a house there and everything. Sue's got her room, I got my room. Um <laughs> you have a nice comfy cozy bed, I have a swing.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, mine's padded for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> well,
1: both of our rooms are padded for different reasons. Um all right, next up Sue, what happens when there's too much pleasure
2: well it, it it goes into that whole issue of sexual addiction right and so it was a story that came up you know because you know i have the pervy book club and we've we've decided it takes us longer to read because we're all busy that it needs to run every second month so we did we did one we're i'm reading right one right now called the mile high club and it's called the Stopover. And it's pretty, it's pretty steamy to the point where we couldn't do it. And I told you last month was pucking around Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) a good Canadian one. But what happened was there was a bunch of stories about women who, you know, started with the Twilight series about, you know, segue into vampire romance novels. And ended up with, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey until 3 a.m. And generally losing interest in family, career, and life outside of erotic fiction. And there's a couple of great TikTok. If you look at, you know, Smut Talk and and Book Talk and Erotica Talk and you, you research, there's some great, great, oh, they're hilarious, talking about how many, you know, how many permutations of the orgies they can talk about. And it's, it's just fascinating. But sometimes when it's too much pleasure, it creates problem. Who's, you know, sort of t- treats addictive behavior, right? Instant gratification in the form of immediate deliveries, phone feeds, entertainment offerings. It's kind of like fruit coming into season. You want to gorge yourself, right? And historically, if you believe in evolutionary biology, and I so do, that unless you found, a, you know, a, like some honeycomb and then you were like, ah, and they'd walk You know, the ancient man would walk like days to get, you know, carbohydrates that you wouldn't get anywhere else and that kind of thing. And they're saying that if you get this and you haven't had it for a while, you sort of dive into it and can't get out. And and when we're about to have a pervy book club. The chat is like I can't put this down. I can't put this down. I'm like it's so exciting and too much pleasure and ah, and I you know I'm hearing about especially as the weather changes. You know, there's that sort of poem about you know when it's hot, this is not the time for for getting sweaty, but when the you know frost is on the pumpkin, that's the time for Dinky Duncan. I
1: don't know if you heard that, but it, <laughs> no, <it's>, that's the <laughs> first. But okay,
2: but it's this idea that it's fall and you have time, and so they're busy on the internet looking at porn and not just. A little bit, like four hours will go by, mm-hmm. and it. Besides rubbing yourself raw, it it changes how your biochemistry. It's like for me, it's when I'm stressed, I'm moving, and oh my god, I'm stressed, and I'm binging on chocolate, and that's what it is. It's too much of a thing, and it's not good for us. So. Manage, you know, if you're in Pervy Book Club and if you want to join it, definitely send us a note, sue at sexwithsue.com, and uh join the Purvy Book Club. But it you know, don't ignore the rest of your life. It's about balance.
1: Guys, let's talk girth enhancement and penis enlargement, introducing phallophil the
3: non-surgical penile treatment. My name is William Moore, and I developed the Fallofill Male Enhancement Procedure, and I have pioneered the use of hyaluronic acid dermal fillers for penile girth enhancement. Phallophil is the first non-surgical procedure to be recognized by the American Urological Association and the North America Sexual Medicine Society. Our procedure is safe, 100% reversible, and offers a true, undetectable, reliable, aesthetically pleasing result. Phallophil has treatment locations across the continent USA and in Montreal. We increase girth in both the flaccid and the erect state, which will help you show better and perform better. The procedure is performed in office under local anesthesia and is about 20 minutes.
1: Read more online at fallowfill.com.
3: That's P-H-A-L-L-O-F-I-L-L dot com. If you are suffering from social and psychological effects of having the perception of a small penis, we are here to help
1: you. Tell them you heard this ad on Turned On with Sue and John and receive a free counseling session with Sue McGarvey on what to expect and how to improve your performance with a new, thicker, larger penis. Thallophil, the non surgical penile treatment. Thallophil.com.
0: Turned on with Sue and John.
1: Two listener letters on the show this week Sue at sexwithsue.com. If you want to text, we'll keep you anonymous, of course, in the States, 941 uh, 725 Six four five five nine four one seven two five milk. Ha ha! I lucked into that one. And in Canada, 613-604-6464. So two listener letters coming up. Our first one uh, after we talk about this thing we've been musing about for the last little while, and that is, uh, if a man is circumcised, Sue, does that impact their sensitivity at all?
2: And the answer, shortly, is yes. You know, so if you have, if you, you know, if you've had a circumcision. And you've been rubbing against the inside of your Hanes lacy underwear, you know, silky boxers, whatever your preference is, or you know, that roughing it mean, rough I'm, against your. I'm Levi's. a lacy
1: underwear kind of guy. Come on, hello. Uh,
2: of course, you, you know? know, it's like yeah, you know, whatever. It's just fabric. Yeah. Well, pick pick your poison, everybody. Do you
1: know me at all, Sue McGarvey?
2: Of course, <laughs> of course. and I, you know, I I I actually just went to Ego on the weekend and bought like. Three hundred dollars worth of underwear for people. There may be something in your. Uh, there may be something in your Christmas stocking. In, in, but
1: in fairness, okay. Just I don't want anybody to think that I'm making fun of them. I was given a pair of lacy panties with like the little man part built into the front. Mm. They're actually kind of fun.
2: Yeah, they're totally fun. They I, as I said I. I think you know. I think they're a great thing to play. And if people feel more comfortable in it, like fill your boots. It's just fabric so when it's what there was she that wanted about- it's what
1: she got i am the milkman i deliver
2: and you sent me that article about how many people when they did the poll on spotify because you did that spotify poll yep. how many would date a cross dresser? yep and they were like nine and i'm like why it has nothing to do with anything and if they're a stand-up guy who just happens to wear some you know your bras occasionally like big whoop i know well, we're, uh, we're we're a little more liberal than we asked. Than average, we got the results,
1: and you know what? We can ask that question down the road as this podcast continues to grow, and I suspect we will actually see uh, slightly different results. That would be good. We will find but more it's and more. But the idea
2: about circumcision—if you have them, it can lead to, to you know sort of a a lack of sensitivity, which is probably good because the difference between premature ejaculation and getting you know really quick off the mark which happens in more than 25% of cases, you know, would help a little bit. And it's very marginal. It is really, you know, they, they say, and we've talked about this briefly, that that circumcision, whether or not you decide to do it or not, it's 50-50. Nobody, you know, it's not a thing where, you know, everybody says it's the thing to do or everybody says it's not the thing to do. And it's, it's a personal preference for a variety of reasons. It's better for preventing STIs if you have it done But it is, uh, you're losing, you're losing a tiny bit of sensitivity. Any of the gay guys think having, being uncircumcised is mysterious and cool. Hmm. And, you know, and as we become more multicultural, you know, you have anybody of Arab descent, anybody of Eastern Europe descent, none of them, unless they're Jewish, are circumcised. So it's understanding, do you have the turtleneck or not?
1: I am circumcised, and I cannot imagine um, having any more sensitivity already because, wow. (laughs) Okay. Fascinating.
2: That's the thing. Yep.
1: Thank you, Sue McGarvey, as always. It's Turned On with Sue and John.
0: Turned On with Sue and John. New episodes every week.
1: Our first of two listener letters on the show this week. Don't be shy. We love this. This is why we do the podcast, to engage with you and to talk about the things that you want talked about and you want to find out about. So thank you uh, for the email, sue at sexwithsue.com. Am I reading this one or are you reading this one?
2: I want you to read it in your sexy erotica voice. You know what? I made you read, read the mm. porn on... Yeah, I want you to read it like that.
1: Happy to do that. I just want the listener to keep in mind this is not a guy who wrote this. This is Lacey who wrote this, okay? But um, because I take requests, I'm going to do this in the deep, sultry voice. Hi. I'm such a big fan of your podcast. Thank you so much for all the amazing information it's given myself and others. My issue, I'm a 39-year-old divorced female. And I'm in the dating scene. I have an act of OnlyFans, among other websites. And I struggle with finding a relationship that's lasting. I've tried conventional ways of dating, apps and trying to meet in person, where I don't bring up my side hustle, but I want to find a partner who is as sexually adventurous as I am. I'm on Fet Life and I'm open about my exhibitionism, but That avenue seems to draw guys who aren't looking for the same level of commitment that I am. I've been married, and I'm not interested in pursuing that again. But how would you suggest I go forth in the world of dating as a sexually adventurous single woman with experience? Warmly, Lacey.
2: I know, great letter, huh?
1: You, I know you were mesmerized.
2: You're mesmerized. Like what the hell?
1: Here's what I love about it. So I think. And in, 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 sorry, I, I, I kind of cut you off there, but here's what I love about it. So I think we all have this image of someone who is doing spicy content creation, as our friend Jade calls it, right? right. Um, that they are very liberal in, in their thinking and putting themselves out there, and they're comfortable in their own skin, and you know they're making money at this. And that takes a certain kind of person to do that. And I don't think we ever really consider... That behind the scenes, there's a real person with a real life there. Some of them, you know, could be parents of kids. Well, we hear that occasionally about, you know, the teacher gets caught because they've got an OnlyFans page. And it, right. You know, it should should that be grounds for dismissal because they're a teacher and they have this side hustle? But we don't think about who is this person really in their life. And um, I, I want to get your take on it. I've certainly got my thoughts, but I've I've kind of monopolize this so far. So what's your take? What should Lacey be doing?
2: I I think that they need to go to places. I think vanilla dating is like off the table. Like it's going to be a disaster and you're going to feel like a slut and it's going to feel, it's going to just waste your time. Don't do it. Don't do it. No, no conventional dating, no bumble, no match, no any of those. You want to go to places where A, there are a lot of men. B, there are a lot of open-minded men and C, those are men. And you know, the thing about finding love is you got to sneak up on guys. You know, they may go thinking, I just want a friend with benefits. But if they've been hanging out with you and, give, you know, and enjoying the benefits and you're super fun and you're like, hey, let's go for dinner and the conversation rolls and then they keep thinking about you, that's how it grows. Like, that's what happens. And I see it over and over again, but they have to relax because if they think you have an agenda, they have in their mind, they want to be a man whore. They want to have a number of partners. So the places I would advise are Ashley Madison, where there's a hundred guys for every one woman at times, you know they would just—I don't know if they'd agree with me on that—but I've seen. Depends on the market. That's not a bad representation. So it's for women. It's a buyer's market. Get on there, no matter what they'll agree. It's a buyer's market. Number two, go to the swing places. Man, those guys. There's that book, Swingland, which I am happy to send you. anybody. It's—it's it's, Swingland is a book for single men about the lifestyle. And it's how it's not just an orgy fest. It's how do you break into it? What happens? What's the etiquette? What can you expect? It's a day in the life of a swing event. And it's great. So if you email me, sue at sex with I will send you a copy of Swingland, which I think you would be buying for like 30 bucks. So yeah. I will do that for you. And what they talk about is those guys are looking for really open minded women and really open minded women who are single at lifestyle events are popular
1: right called unicorns and then you by have the way, your pick. they're called unicorns
2: they're called unicorns but yeah. you have your pick and you can go to places now the problem for sometimes like i know in this area there's a few singles groups uh swingers groups not singles groups swingers groups yep. and then there's a few swingers you know that do both swinger and kink things like there's a there's a a, a local dungeon and they do swinger events they only let single men in on certain days of the week. Otherwise, it's it's you know it's a penal colony, right? Yep, yep, yep. The uh, the other piece, you know, I know the group, you know, the two groups that I know who have private home parties who are doing it, you know, more professionally. They won't let single men in at all. So if you're a single woman looking for a single man, you don't want to go to those ones. You want you don't want to go to the couples only, and there are lots of couples only. I know five around here. So you want to go to ones where they're singles,
1: and that's. I'm so glad to hear you say the swingers uh, events, too, because that's where I was leading to, too, because that's where I have met people like Lacey who are not looking for a commitment full time. They're not looking to get married, but they do want some consistency and they want to develop some sort of a relationship. And in that environment, um, you know, as a couple, if we're looking for someone, we want to develop a relationship with you. That's, you know, that's that's us, right? That's what we're looking for. And in my experience, other couples are looking for some sort of consistency, someone we can trust, someone we can have a relationship with in this regard, but they go home at the end of it, you know, and they're not going to be a bother. Yeah. They're not going to be on the phone. Lacey, here's my experience, okay? And I'm saying this. Uh, first off, Lacey, hi, I'd love to meet you. I I would be, <laughs> I no, seriously, I and I say this because I, I think in my younger years, if, if I go you know back she's 39 if i if i go back to you know my 30s and i think of you know what i would do to meet someone who has this side hustle of only fans and other things and you know they're on fetlife and they're this adventurous person and and they want to meet somebody i mean it sounds exciting but i don't know if at that age i would have been able to truly understand and accept it i think once i got into that situation for real there would be jealousy. Uh, I just wouldn't be mature enough or experienced enough to really sort of be able to manage and navigate all that is involved in that. So you are really looking for someone who has a bit more life experience, who truly has an understanding of this and all that it you know is going to entail. Um, you know, it's not every oh, guy. Got- you pick you. <laughs> yeah.
2: I see you with his hand in the air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah L- John and four of his closest friends. We got you, Lacey. Yeah. Lacey.
1: Listen, Listen. in all honesty, yes. Now at my age and, and the place I'm at in my life, I absolutely understand what you're facing. You know, if you're on OnlyFans, etc. et cetera, there's going to be a lot of eyes on you. There's going to be a lot of, you know, requirement for your partner to share you and be okay with that. Um, you know, talk, reach out to some of the porn stars that are out there, you know, who make themselves available on Instagram, et cetera. How do they navigate that? Where are they finding that for themselves? How do their partners deal with that? Because it is pretty unique and and it takes a a certain person with a certain life experience to uh, to really step up and and be the kind of person that i think you're looking for and lacy didn't tell us where she's from lacy we'd love for you to get back to us tell us where you are because i know sue Magari can probably put you in touch with some pretty cool resources in your neck of the woods wherever you are um she's on cash app instagram and OnlyFans. should we Plug one. Yeah,
2: give her a shout out. Give her a shout out. Hey, Lacey, thanks for doing that. Yeah, we know know you can't advertise anywhere, so hey, we're going to advertise on Turned On with Sue and John. That's a hell of a good point.
1: You know what? If you're an OnlyFans person and you're looking for a place to promote your page, talk to us. We'd love to have you on. So, okay, Lacey, here's a freebie for you. Lacey's on OnlyFans at Lacey, L-A-C-E-Y-P 883. OnlyFans at Lacey, L-A-S-E-Y-P 883, and thank you for your letter. Sue at sexwithsue.com.
0: Turned on with Sue and John. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and BlastTheRadio.com.
1: For the record, no, I have not been to Lacey's OnlyFans page. But it, was, it may be
2: on your it may be
0: on well, your bucket
1: list. Yeah, I didn't want to make it weird for her until after we got to the letter. So Lacey, if you're okay with me being on your OnlyFans, and of course you are, because money. <laughs> but otherwise, uh, do get back to us. So it's Sue at SexWithSue.com. Our second letter of the week is on the way in just a few. Right now we want to tackle some new things about sex, Sue.
2: Well, that's our new sex. You know, you know how I do that? I like, I like I want to find out what's new. What's new in sex? What's new in sex? And there's a couple of new things, you know, there was sort of the old stuff about oral sex, whereas, you know, you want to use the Altoids, which are those really spicy mints and have them in your mouth and do that And the warming and cooling gel. Well, right now there's a sex wax that you put on people's pubes, because if you like the crazy bush, but you don't want to take a six inch pube out of the back of your throat. They have a sex wax and basically it just, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, the old, old oh God, I'm dating myself. You know hey, you have, you know, the sort of the fifties where they slick everything down and yeah, yeah, everything's the old, all the old greasers. Yeah. yeah, well, they have a sex wax that you can actually <laughs> well, keep your fur, keep your fur, but have it waxed down, I thought brilliant. Oh, that's fun. That kind of Number reminds me has- of like
1: the prosthetics they would make in Hollywood, right? So I'm not shaving it, but okay, we'll build a little mound here. that <laughs> kind of just tucks it away and
2: <laughs> Yeah, we're going to just Yeah, if you go on my site, sexcity.com and and search search Demi Moore's bush. I keep it on just because the what? picture is unbelievable. I have a picture of Demi Moore back in You know, like the early 80s when she was a new model and she did a photo shoot naked and it looks like there's a baby bear between her legs. It's just jaw dropping. (laughs) Anyway, I've kept it on my site just because it's worth the conversation point. But yeah, I I have a lot of really good information and not a lot of crazy pictures, but I have that crazy picture. So have a look at it. Yeah. Demi Moore's Bush. Anyway, we there is a new thing called the sex stopwatch. Where it it basically tells you how long you're on foreplay, how long you're... And they're trying to sell it as it decreases performance anxiety. I don't know how. No, that it, would it amplify keep,
1: that for me in a big I know, way. I
2: It lets you be more mindful about your performance. It lets you, you know, spend more time on foreplay. It lets you know how things are going. I don't know. Does it beep? Does it do, like, porn music in the middle? Sue. Sue. And, and I'm going to I'm gonna reach out to them, see if they'll send us one, because that
1: will be so much fun. It's a sex stopwatch. It's what the big hand is on and what the little hand is on. Come on.
2: <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I'm going to see if I can get a sample. Just a second. The other thing that's coming up is rage rooms. Yes. what those ones where you get completely outfitted and you get goggles and you take a sledgehammer and you uh-huh. get pissed off and you start breaking you know, Sally and kind of, you know, dishes and smash everything. Well, apparently people get so, you know, worked up from doing this that they are clearing the, you know, the broken china and getting it on in the rage rooms. And they're having to now manage that process.
1: Because that could get, like, there could be some angry sex going on there. Like, you know, I'm know. I'm all for choking, but let's live within some boundaries here, right? Yeah.
2: But well, you're getting the rage out of you and you've just had this like release and then Mm. you're just like, "Ah!" I think that sounds really like, I don't know. I think it sounds like a really interesting idea. So
1: I could see that being very hot. And you know what? I could also see that as like, uh, like a total, um, very erotic movie scene, right? Where they're in a rage room and they both start just taking it out on stuff and they're hot and they're sweaty and they just stop and catch their breath and, Oh, I'm turning myself on now.
2: I know. So there's your OnlyFans. <laughs> if you're an OnlyFans creator and you're listening to this, there you go. There's your next scene, right? Mm. Do do your pictures in a rage room with some really hot sex. So uh, and, and there do, you go. It, it obviously worked for John and for a
1: bunch of other people. Lacey, if you're happy to star in that, I would be more than happy to hold the camera. Okay. <laughs> um, sex facts of the week. Do we have some of those this week as well?
2: Well, it was just it was just a sex fact. You know, I I had some interesting new stuff, but then the sex fact of the week was about older women. We all like older women who want sex and it's that perception, you know, I used to go to the seniors home and every time I went and did a talk, I'd have, uh, I'd have, you know, samples and I'd have coupons for the local sex shop and I was mobbed, you know, because a women like coupons and b they were all looking for the ways
1: seniors home.
2: At the seniors home, they were all looking for ways to increase their sexuality. And one of the new research papers that came out wow. um, and it was, you know, you know, like a place that I wasn't expecting there to be research on seniors and sex is like University of Tennessee. And they talked about how much older women are just as likely to want sex as younger women. I don't think it has the same kind of desire and it sure as hell not doing it um, and, you know, getting as instantly, although I'm taking that new Vita Flux, and somebody asked me how you increase, you know, for vaginal dryness. And I'm telling you, I've been sampling that. And I don't say it often, but I really like this product. Yeah, Vitaflux. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I really, we, we've got to get, I think we got to get, anyway, Vitaflux. But whatever. They're talking about older women, University of Tennessee. They, you know, the old girls still need it too. Just saying, you know. Okay. So be kind to a senior if you have the opportunity.
1: Aren't you as smart if you're going into the senior's home? A market that Sue didn't realize, pardon the expression, had not been tapped
2: warm tropical breezes magical nights swimming topless in your own swim up pool room you've heard about it you've thought about it now it's time to dip a toe into the truly sultry sensuous sexy experience that is temptations resorts it's astounding adult only topless It's a magical place in the brand new resort in the Dominican Republic near Punta Cana. And I have a special deal. Put in 24 with Sue and get free ground transportation to and from the airport both ways and an incredible price just for listeners. Go to temptation-experience.com. Check on Temptations Mishis. Put in the 24 with Sue code and your dates and you're away. You'll be transported to someplace truly magical. That's temptation-experience.com. And
0: 24 with Sue. It's time. Turned on with Sue and John.
1: Another listener letter, Sue at sexwithsue.com. So I read Lacey's letter. Are you going to read the man letter, Sue? Or, or Well, it? you
2: know, the guys, the guys don't write as as articulately. It, it it was kind of a point form, you know. It was basically a text. So listener letter in the form of a text. Thank you. I don't. I should actually look up where the area code came from. But thank you for listening. I will say it's it's somewhere in North America. We had a listener <laughs> letter. <laughs> that from that narrows, Joe. So,
1: that that so, narrows it down. Somewhere in the biggest continent on the planet. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. So Joe said to me, "Hey, Sue and John, you know, I I was talking to my buddies." And I wanted to, you know, tell them we were doing a bit bragging about the number, you know, the number, how yep. many you had. Yep, yep. And I said that I've slept with more than 25 women this year. And this I'm thinking year? I'm get,
1: yeah,
2: this year. I'm thinking I'm going to get the big man oh. on campus award. And the guys are telling me I'm a man whore. I don't uh. think I'm a man whore. Am I a man whore, Sue? So, Joe, thank you for your letter. And yay. I don't think you're a man whore either. You know, nobody's business what your number is. It is nobody's business. And if you are, you know, you shouldn't be ashamed and more and more and more people are owning the fact that they like sex and they want to have partners and they're Tinder friendly and they got to get the oil changed and they have needs and that's okay. As long as you're doing it with integrity and you're not, you know, I, I, yeah, I knew a guy recently, I, I, you know, he was. He was saying, "I'm, I am, I'm a romantic, and I'm looking for the right woman." But the truth is, he was a man where he was looking to sleep with a whole bunch of women this year, and he would tell them, you know, that he was looking for a serious relationship to get them into bed, and then dump them. Don't do, yeah, like just not not having integrity. So as long as you're not doing that. Fill your boots, dude. You know, like, yeah. And if your buddies are just, they're just jealous. They're just jealous because you're getting some.
1: What What did you dub him? Joe? Is that who? Okay. So Joe. That was his
2: name. He said his name was Joe. All right. Some Joe. Okay, Joe yeah. Listen,
1: Joe. Okay. We're going to go with Joe. You're a man whore, Joe. And you know what? That's fine. Um, As long as you own it, and like Sue said, and this is the most important part of that, as long as you are not leading people on and and making them believe that there's a potential for a relationship here and a love affair here, if you just say, hey, um, you know, at the end of the night at the bar whatever else, we've had a couple of drinks, you want to just go home and fool around, and if that's what's articulated and accepted, that's awesome, man. In that case, yeah, be the man whore. Own it.
2: Yep. Yep, we're gonna walk tall and walk proud. So your friends are just jealous if they're giving you the grief about it. And uh, you know, you know, and just step into your personal power, Joe. We're all we're all for it, right? We sex makes the world is a much better place when everybody's getting some. Turned on
0: with Sue and John.
1: And things, because um, you just got back from Florida. I'm on my way to Florida in the next little bit. Funny, flirty, frisky Florida things, Sue.
2: <laughs> I don't know if you know about Florida man, and you know, and I, I don't know if it's if it's reasonable for me to say it. I think if you're a Floridian, I think it's fair. It's like I like I tell blonde jokes because I'm blonde, but I, I thought these were hilarious. <laughs> they would they had one florida man so the florida man desperate for a ride to hooters right if you don't know hooters it's the it's a bar where women are are scantily dressed it's in a short-
1: fine family restaurant <laughs> Sue.
2: yeah they're in cutoff shirts and uh yeah they're letting it all hang out but they call nine one one to get a ride to hooters number yeah, number two florida <laughs> man once arrested for fl- for fighting a drag queen with a tiki torch Runs for mayor in a Florida town. Guess what? It takes all kinds. So if you're, you know, if you're mm. still beating drag queens over the head, and we do not advise it,
1: don't do that.
2: Don't do that. We love Please. our drag queens. They're we do. amazing.
1: We do. You you may be listening to someone who's done drag on this show. You 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 just never know.
2: You never know. Florida man and woman crash into FedEx truck during crazy sex act.
1: I read that. <laughs> <laughs> And were and weren't, weren't so, there kids in the back of the car? Wasn't
2: the scene from World According to Garp was it that one where she you know they're giving the oral sex in the car and they have an accident yes. and pretty much she pretty much bobbits the guy, but you know that piece anyway. So they found that out and the, you know there was a lot la- there was a couple more the Florida couple accused of having sex on the side of the road. It was always a dream of mine to be that much of an exhibitionist. That's the one.
1: That's the one I I read. Sorry, yes. And their kids were in the back of the car.
2: The kids were there.
1: And that was the excuse they gave to the cops. But it's always been a fantasy of mine. Oh, (laughs) man okay then carry Uh, on
2: i know i know we 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 do we're promoting positive sex but come on pick your moments and (laughs) the last one is florida man arrested for trying to get alligator drunk i I can't imagine (laughs) that the alligator was too keen on it so um here's a question
1: what 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 do you offer an alligator as far as alcohol is concerned what is an alligator's favorite drink
2: no idea, but uh, yeah, you better watch you better watch those teeth. So we have so we're going to try and find fun things to talk about. But we just been back from Florida, and I was cracking up about it, and I thought there's enough sex here. We need to bring it up as a new fun, flirty fact feature about Florida men.
1: All of the F words here on Turned on with Sue and John.
0: Thanks for tuning in and getting turned on with Sue and John. New episodes every week. To get in touch, find us online at turnedonpodcast.com. Until next time, stay naughty.